The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, a Kardashians recap show. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer, and as always throughout this entire season, I am once again joined by my wonderful co-host, Zach Peter. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing, Sweetie, and I came to this realization this week that, you know, like right now I'm young and I should be naked on a beach, ass out, titties out, living life, Amelia. Yeah. And I feel like that's the vibe that I'm going to go into Christmas with, into Thanksgiving. I love that. You're like finally realizing stuff, you know? Yeah. It's the Tao of Kylie, if you will. I, I love that. It is. For you. I think that's I'm great. here for it. It's, I mean, we were just discussing this with producer Devin off mic. Kylie actually gave us something this episode and it was adorable. She gave us more than the others did. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, she's I like, oh, know. finale time. Got to clock in to get my paycheck. <laughs> it's, it's really, oh God, this was a hard season and also a hard episode, but you're right. She did. We did get her in, you know, the 12th hour giving us something uh, which cannot be said for the rest of the Kardashian Jenner clan. OK, let's get into some Kardashians news up at the top. I just you know, there wasn't a bunch of news for some reason. I just feel like maybe we'll get some like holiday decor news later. But so I had to search through their Instagrams and I found a recent post by Kim like a day ago Um where she's like posting photos from her birthday celebration, which was like almost a month ago, I think. And yeah, it was like, I don't, she just randomly was in a Air Kim jet or at the hangar where the jet is. 
housed and it was like happy birthday kim and she jokes about how she went to vegas almost or something i'm confused did you see this i didn't understand what was going on yes so and i remember when this actually happened so she was trying to go to vegas for her birthday and then they couldn't land her private jet so then they ended up circling vegas for like a hot second and then they came back to la and got in and out wow okay thank you i'm so glad you're here um this is the context i needed because i was like i'm confused Yeah, like if you're going to get on the jet and go to Vegas, how did you almost go to Vegas? No, they couldn't land the plane. Oh, my God. So she sadly, it was like a weather issue or something. There was some sort of issue that prevented them from landing. And so she was very disappointed because I think they were like circling for like a minute. And Mm. then they're like, all right, yeah, we can't wait any longer. We're just going home. We're burning fuel. We are burning fuel and that stuff is expensive. So, okay, well, that, that that clears that up. Okay, great. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Then we had another Instagram. It was from Chris, Chris Jenner. And it was like a weird photo of her and Corey. I mean, he's got his hands crossed. She's she's behind him. Maybe there's no contact between these two. They're they're. Um, auras are just like on opposite ends of this card. But anyway, it was her first holiday card with Corey. And of course, it's for a Shutterfly ad on Instagram. Did you see this? I did see this. And at first, I thought it was like awkward family photos because I follow them. (laughs) And I was like, what is happening right now? But like... I mean, you know, it's it's about, I guess she has nobody else to pose in a photo with. And she's only been with Corey for like 15 years at this point. So it's like, That's might true. as well take a photo with him. That's true. I, I'm just like, I mean, I she did this for the, the ad money, obviously. But it's just, I, this is such low hanging fruit. And they really, I mean, they, it was low hanging fruit to begin with. And the fruit is on the ground. And she picked it up and said, here. Here's here's an apple that's been on the ground for 10 days. I mean, this there's no effort in this photo. It's just has like a little floral ish outline. And it just says, happy holidays. XOXO, Chris and Corey. I mean, it's so plain. It is. It, and it's random. It's like we really we know she and doesn't need the Shutterfly money. Like she doesn't need to be doing a random Instagram post to promote Shutterfly. And if we're going to do like a Shutterfly promotion, then like let's bring back the iconic family Christmas right. cards and let's really do I'm a saying. real promotion for Christmas or something. Because this like low budget holiday card Instagram post was just not giving. It was not giving. And also they have all the resources to do a fun photo shoot. I mean, this would have yeah. been so easy to do. I mean, Kylie does them every uh, every other week. So I just don't understand why you can put in like a little bit of effort, just like a tiny bit. And it would have been a thousand times better. It's just disappointing. Very disappointing. But you know what? So is their relationship. <laughs> okay. Good point. That was a good point. Okay. And you have some news for us. I This is exciting. I'm so I'm so excited for you to announce. Yes. So I too was trolling their Instagrams and there is a new collab that was just announced, wow. Amelia. And wow. it is a Courtney and Chloe take Lemmy vitamins. Okay. And oh they have God. launched a new vitamin called Lemmy Sleep. And I have to say wow. the production on the launch of the <laughs> Lemmy Sleep gummies was way better than the Shutterfly ad on Instagram because yes. it's literally this whole fairy tale and it's this fairy tale book. Okay. And the book is all purple because that's the vibe of Lemmy. So then we open the Lemmy purple fairy tale book and then we see Chloe and she's asleep in bed, like sleeping beauty. And wow. she talks about how she always has had trouble sleeping until she found Lemmy Sleep. And it's got magnesium, it's got L-theanine, and it's got a little melatonin in it. So it's just like the perfect little cocktail in gummy form to knock you out. 
That and Chloe is loves it. hilarious. Also, you forgot. I just watched the video right when you're explaining it. You did a great job, but you missed that. Courtney is flying in like Tinkerbell and she's like, dropping oh, yes. off. <laughs> she's making it all happen. She's making it all happen. And listen, yeah. nothing has ever made Chloe sleep. She's suffered from insomnia her whole life. She hasn't slept a day in her life, especially now that she's a parent. She doesn't sleep even more. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, Lemmy Gummies came to say, little fairy Courtney came to sprinkle some sleepy dust on Chloe. And now Chloe can sleep through the night. Well, I'm so happy. Thank God. That and her migraines are now cured. Thanks oh, to her. Okay. So, thanks to the gummies. pharmaceutical. No, Got not the gummies. It. That's her oh, other oh. deal. Her pharmaceutical oh, deal, deal that oh, right, I always right. see on what TV. Was it? Neurotech or I, that's not the name, but it's something. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's neuro like, something. And she looks like Michael something. Jackson. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. I'm looking at the Lemmy website right now. We've got, yeah. And Lemmy Deep Load is back in stock. I checked oh, this morning. Order? So are you get order? it for I'm going to order it today because I want to have, well, I guess it's not going to be here in time for Thanksgiving. Oh, damn. Because Thanksgiving is now over because it's The one Friday. time you need it, but right? I know. So, uh, well, for Christmas then, I'll make sure I have it and I'll make sure it's set because I'm pretty sure if I order it today, it'll be here in time for Christmas. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably correct. Okay. I kind of want to try this sleep one and it's You're going to try Lemmy Sleep? Yeah, because I have trouble sleeping. So this might be this might be what I need. We don't know. Okay. Well. Oh, and you have another news item for us. Yes. So I don't know if producer Devin's gonna like this news or not, but Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker have officially split again. They are wow. no longer together. Make room for another Devin. Oh, there we hey, go. There you go. Make I love that. Make room. Uh, Why have DB when you can have DR? There we go. Listen, she That's can good. cut your cute. You can cut her cucumbers for her, producer oh my Devin. God. Uh, I'll do anything she wants uh, as long as she is the primary source of income in our in our family. She can she can have whatever she wants. She exactly. can afford to inseminate Olympian sperm into horses to make babies, and now she's going to live it's like on a, a surrogate horse. Even yeah. There we go. Kendall's living her best life. She's like, I don't need Devin Booker sperm. I have Olympian sperm to make my own baby horses. Mic <laughs> exactly. drop. Mic drop. Wow. Well, I, you know what? I see these two getting back together again. I really do. I mean, they, I want their, I want to know what their relationship is like. I want to see Kendall in a relationship. I want to see her cuddle. I want to see her kiss. I want to see her like flirt, like something. Like I just want her to have a personality. It's hard. It is hard out there for Kendall. So I know it's, it's hard out there even, for a model. It really is. And we didn't really get anything of her for this episode, which let's, I guess let's get into it because yeah. wow. What I, I what mean, an episode. What a way to wrap the season. Uh, yeah, well, it's very indicative of the entire season. I will say that. Um, okay, so the episode is called Here's to Paris. And, you know, last week it was Met themed. This week it was, it was like Paris themed, but was also family themed. And it was like their attempt at wrapping up, giving us like one little last strand of narrative thread, which I guess was, we love being a family. Um, and it begins... With Chris and Kim, and they're there for Couture Fashion Week. And Kim is like, I'm walking in the Balenciaga Couture show. And I don't know if I said that incorrectly or correctly, because I they pronounced it so many times in so many different ways this episode. And that was another point, but we'll get to it when we get to it. And we also see North. She's along for the ride, and she is there with cousin Cece and Tracy Romulus's 
uh, daughter who I, I've just I know now because I've seen her in so many like little photos with North thoughts so far. I mean, it was cute. I mean, it was nice. It it would have been like a great moment for like an episode four of the season where right. there like wasn't much that we needed to get. I mean, I think it's cute that she's bringing North and she's like, you know, I always give the kids one trip a year where they get to come with me and it's just, right. you know, this kid and myself and this time it's North and she wants to come to the fashion show and we have Cece and Cece's like trying to live her best life. It yeah, was she cute. Is. I don't, I, it's, it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that. I mean, it was, they, I don't even know what was going. It was like, okay, so we're in Paris. And then I, I guess Kim is excited that her daughter can partake as well as her mother. And then we randomly get a story about how Chris fell on her face and we get a replay of that. Which is I mean, like, that's why? probably, that's my favorite moment of the whole <laughs> it was, episode it was is funny. that Chris was just, Chris, Chris is like, I have a story, everybody. Listen to me. I have a story to tell. And Kim's like, oh my God, please don't let this be a bratty story. And she's like, we were in Paris walking to Gucci and I fall flat on my face and I'm like, why? And then she's like, but the best part is even though I face planted into the cement, which they show the video and she didn't face plant into, I mean, I, almost, but then almost. she's like, the best part is Kim tells all the photographers, don't take my mom's picture. And then here we have footage of somebody that clearly <laughs> right. took her mom's picture and saved it all these years. Right, exactly. And Chris is like revealing this like grand story. I'm like, you know what? Tell us about when you were a stewardess. Okay. Cause right. like, why do we need to, this story was just so pointless. I did really enjoy pointless. watching Chris fall though. It was a lot of fun that was and funny. I would watch it on replay. Yeah. Well, see, and I think that's another thing about this where it's like, I can't believe they approve that, that we got to see that. I know it lives out there and like you can access, I'm sure video of Chris falling flat on her face but usually they don't if it's not it's like they don't talk about it unless like very like provoked almost like the whole variety addressing of the comment and whatnot it's like again this show is like kind of their PR and I just it's shocking that Chris would put herself in a position where we could like kind of laugh at her you know I, I or maybe it's not because I guess we do this season we got to kind of laugh at Chris several times but I just feel like falling flat on your like oh my god I would if that was me I would never want to watch that ever footage ever again you know I don't think she even realized they were going to find that clip until it okay. made it into the final edit. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Because Kim's like, D everybody delete this. If you got a picture of my mom, you need to delete, which like nice of Kim, you know, mm -hmm. I would, I would tell the, the photographer to send it to me so I could post on Instagram. I wouldn't sure. be as generous as Kim, but I mean, listen, she took care of her mom and now here she is blasting her mom all these years later <laughs> I and I loved it. That was, that was funny. I I'm just, just like. I just didn't want her to hurt her hip. Maybe well, that's where the hip issues began. Is that's she where it took began. A tumble. Scarlett took a tumble in Paris. Oh my God. Exactly. I, yeah, no, I mean, I wish like lean in. If you want to do something funny like this, then like lean in, lean full into doing that. I, I Because I feel like the, the original incarnation of the show, which was, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians, the first, however many seasons, like they really did play up. Like, we're just like this, this family and like goofy, weird stuff happens that happens, uh, in your family happens also to us. And I, you know, yeah. and it's like, that's fun for me. That's fun to watch. But this where everything is just really calculated is not as fun to watch. Yeah. Agreed. Thank you. And then we get, like you said, you know, this is North's trip. 
<laughs> and Chris talks about how, you know, I did this with my kids and now you're doing it with your kids. And okay, thank you. And Kim also says this is a way to show North that work can be fun, which is like, yeah, if you're a billionaire and you don't really have to do that much, like other than be like the face of something. Yeah, it can be fun. I get that. Totally. Yeah, you do an outfit fitting, you walk in a fashion show and you collect a paycheck. Check that <laughs> off the know. list. Fly on your private jet. It's pretty nice. Yeah, exactly. And then we also get Kim where she she was doing a fitting. So we watch her do this fitting for the show. And she discusses how the last time she walked, the first and only time uh, was for the Ed Hardy LA Fashion Week in 2006. And we get photos of that. And I was actually shocked we got photos of that too, just because it was just from so long ago and she has a completely different face. And it's just, I don't know. It was just interesting to see that, you know, I don't know. I guess she signed off on this. I know. I mean, I didn't even realize Ed Hardy was having fashion shows. I thought, <laughs> yeah. you know, they just let their models, you know, John Goslin and Snooki just rock their stuff out. And, you know, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels was like their promotion. I didn't oh, realize yeah. they did full on they fashion were shows yeah. and that they had models like Kim Kardashian like Kim. walking in the show. So, you know, props to Ed Hardy. Like, what is he up to? He needs to I rebrand know. like Joe Boxer because we see Chris Appleton's been wearing like the same Joe Boxer shirt for the past three episodes that I'm just like, you know what? We need to bring back Ed Hardy. I'm here for it. I think people would be, in, I feel like there's that, you know, second wave of uh, Y2K kind of fashion mm. right now. And I feel like Ed Hardy could really make a lot of money right now because everyone wants to dress like how they dressed in the early 2000s. So I know. Okay. So we also get Kim name dropping Demi Moore, but forgets the advice she told her. And I thought that was funny just because it was like, okay, you tried to name drop and you couldn't even think of what she told you. Great advice. Great advice. Exactly. Okay. So then we move on to, you know, I think what Demi Moore told her was she's like, Kim, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You need to surround yourself with people that want to work. So now she surrounded herself with North and she took North on a work trip. I love this. I love this theory. I love this theory. I think that's great. I think that's exactly what it was. (laughs) I think so too. So then we get Kylie and she is getting fitted for the Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas. And like you told us at the top of the episode, she discusses the I'm a young mom and these are the years I need to be naked everywhere, which was fun. I don't know. It's like the most personality we've gotten. Titties out. Exactly. I was like, yes, Kylie. Vag out. She had a dress with the coochie on it. And she was like, oh, I love the coochie. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't she end up wearing one of those dresses? I swear. She wore a similar dress. It wasn't the one with the coochie out, but it it was a very similar one. Yeah. It was a black, it was like a, a, like a black and white dress, I think, or like a bluish tone to it. Got it. Okay. Yes. Cause I was like, that was flesh colored. It was not flesh colored, but it was something that's for sure. We also get a stormy appearance who Stormy is adorable. I think she is one of the cutest kids I've ever seen in my life. And she orders room service, I guess, which is fun for them. I don't know. And we also get this kind of like family narrative from Kylie. She says, I've learned a lot from my mom and the importance of family. It's the same for all of us. It's all about family. And, you know, she they're obviously there to support Travis. And she mentions Travis uh, several times, Travis Scott, her partner. Um, But again, in the back of my mind, I'm like, 
we know better because of that W Magazine story fiasco, which we've discussed in the past. So if you want to hear about that, you can go to past episodes, unless you think I need to repeat it. I mean, I always love when you repeat the W Magazine story (laughs) and the theory of, you know, her knocking off this other woman, them having this like secret open relationship where they're not really together, but they are together. I think think it it really is wild. I think it's real too. Yeah. I mean, you don't lie like that kind of stuff if you're a journalist. Like as someone who went to journalism school and used to work in newspapers, you don't like, you don't lie. You don't benefit from the lie either. So I I just think, yeah, they are, which is fine. They can do whatever the hell they want. They being Travis and Kylie, but it's just interesting that they want to clearly feed us this narrative that we're very much together. We're very much uh, monogamous when it's like, that's not that. No, that's not it. I mean, I don't even read that from the show. Like to me, I don't I know, like, we never I see mean, him. It's, we never see him. If anything, we see these like cute endearing moments of Kylie and Stormy. And I actually really like this. I think this is the most interesting we've seen Kylie this entire season. Like she totally really agree. clocked in this episode. And I think if it weren't for Kylie, the finale was really going to drag. But I just <laughs> think, you know, I enjoyed Kylie. I like seeing her as a mom. I like seeing her, you know... It's just a different side of her that we haven't gotten before because we normally don't see Stormy. Right. I don't really care about Travis. I don't think her and Travis are all that deep in their relationship. Yeah. Agree. Agreed. Totally. I think that give us more of Kylie and little Stormy and their relationship and like let Stormy talk. I want to hear her talk because she's so cute and we don't need to play into this fake narrative that, you know, Travis and Kylie are this, you know, together couple all the time. I just like we we know better. You know what I mean? It's but again, I think this is to the point that this show is basically PR for them. So we don't get a lot of really juicy, fun stuff. I wish we did get more of mom Kylie, because I feel like at the top of the season, when we found out that Chloe was having her baby and we see Kylie have clothes for Chloe and she's like helping her get the nursery together. I like mom Kylie. And I feel like I would love to see more of that side of Kylie because it's actually interesting and she's very charismatic and she there's just a lot more depth to her and I think of all of them Kylie's probably the best mom she seems the most active and hands-on and present I know Courtney likes to say she's the best mom but I think Courtney might actually be the worst mom of all of them I agree with you I think Kylie and Chloe are probably well I don't know I think Kim's a really good mom too like she's very grounded and balancing work with family and she has multiple kids that she's now a single mom and taking care of I mean I guess that's it's hard to be like, she's a single working mom. She's fucking Kim Kardashian. She's fine. <laughs> she's got like 12 nannies. But, you know, at least in comparison mm-hmm. to her sisters, you know, right. her kids aren't beating up nannies. <laughs> there you go. I think that, I don't know. I agree. I think it's unfortunate that we don't get to see that part of Kylie. And I wish they could focus on that maybe next season. I don't know. We'll see. And that moves us on to the family dinner with the Kardashian Barkers. So it's Courtney and Travis, her kids and his kids. I mean, her kids minus Mason, because I guess he was hanging out with his friends. So we start at the dinner and I guess they're at home. Is that where they are? I think it was her house. Her house. Okay. And everyone is on their phones and she's like, okay, guys, we can't do this. And so everyone gets rid of their phones and they instead do like, peak of your week or day maybe it was and pit of your week or day and they go around and show us everyone talking about how they love matcha and whatnot and honestly watching this I was like this is so boring and I would much rather watch a show about 
Penelope and Rain because there was a little back and forth between them. What we saw at this family dinner and that was like the most interesting part of all this, in my opinion. This was the most boring scene ever. One, we do not address the wedding at all. We don't even talk about the fact that we literally just got married. We built up their whole storyline about getting married all season long mm-hmm. and we had to see her go to go to Dolce & Gabbana and do all the fittings of her ugly ass dress yep. and then we get no mention of that. We don't get a photo from the wedding. The only way we would have seen it was on Alabama's Instagram story. And here we all were thinking we were going to get a lot more. And now Alabama is the one that gave us the most. And we didn't even see those Instagram stories on the show either, which was just the most bizarre thing ever. Because last season, she's like, let's talk about my fairy tale and me and Trav. And uh, this is us and our love story. And it's not about Scott. And so it's like, okay, let's build us all the way through your love story. And let's watch you make out on your private chat. (laughs) And then we finally are here. And there's no mention of the wedding at all and it's this whole dinner scene was just it was dumb it was it was pointless it was unnecessary i was very disappointed in courtney because i love her vitamins but i'm not (laughs) loving her on this show trash throw it in the garbage yeah i mean i think that uh, i think it's so weird That they would build up all this wedding talk and show us so many scenes of them getting ready, going to Milan. You know, we're a happy couple, but we're we're thinking we're a little stressed out because of the wedding. And now we're focusing so much on the wedding. And that was that was like a a big part of this season. I mean, I guess there are only 10 episodes, but still we get like. Her talking about how she's, you know, we stopped. got their Vegas wedding. Like, well, right. And we got and, photos from the Vegas wedding. Like, it's so wild to me that like the actual wedding was just completely cut. Dismissed. Yeah. I, I, not even a mention is just what I mean. Are they saving it for the third season? No. OK. There's no way. Yeah. Because all of this was after. I know, but it like just doesn't make sense. I just like I'm really trying to wrap my brain around it. Like all their wedding talk and sh- leading up to the wedding and absolutely nothing. I don't get that. Like that just doesn't work narratively. I just, It's like, what are we doing? It's wild. I don't understand it. I don't know why. I mean, and the whole family dinner was just pointless like none of the kids were engaged nobody was talking about anything you can tell Travis's kids do not want to be on camera they don't want to be a part of the show like they're just kind of like all right let's pretend like we're gonna have a family dinner yeah let's get this over with and you know be done with it it's really baffling and then again I think Penelope and mostly Rain saved their whole whatever that random dinner was like this part of the show because they were adorable they were funny playing off of each other and it was like okay i would on it i would truly rather see a show about penelope and rain doing something for like 30 minutes than watch an hour of like dinner with the kardashian barkers yeah no thank you it's just it's so disappointing so i just i don't understand i'm sorry but i just legitimately don't understand how they're not going to show anything from the wedding it doesn't make sense Okay, Mm -mm. sorry, just that we're both irate about it. Very angry, because that was the prediction, was we were building up to the wedding, the finale was going to be the wedding. Again, that makes sense. Like, that's what makes sense. And then not even to mention, it's just like, what are we doing here? You're just cobbling together Instagram stories at this point. Okay, (sighs) sorry. All right, let's cleanse the the stream, the um, podcast, with a little Chris going to lunch with Cece, with cousin Cece. We, We love Cece. We get some ass kissing from Cece because Chris has to, you know, she, I don't know. She just 
wants to talk about how she loves Kim. And obviously this is an excuse to remind people that Kim is still her favorite. Like, yes, Kylie has moved up in the rankings Definitely. But Kim is still number one. And she's just like, oh, my God, Kim is the best mom. And she's she's so busy with her business, skims and law school and being a mom and fashion. But she just she is so committed and she works so hard. And then we get from Cece this this meaning, I think, you know, their empire and whatnot. This is all because of you, Chris, because you pimp them out. I mean, manage them. You manage them. And um, it was just like, (laughs) I don't know. It was just like a weird random lunch in which two women like just praise the Kardashians. It was very strange. And I was shocked that Chris did not have a martini when the man comes and he's like, we want to offer you a Vespa martini. She's like, no, we'll just have champagne. Thank you. Don't look me in the eye. We'll just have champagne and caviar on the baked potato. And so they bring them their baked potatoes with caviar. And it was just like a random scene. And even Cece, who's just like so happy to be there. And just so happy to have camera time. And she's like so excited. She's kissing Chris's ass. And she's just, you know, praising Chris and talking about how, you know, she really just built this family empire. Mm -hmm. And then Chris is just like, like not really paying that much attention to her. And she's like, do you think we can go when we go back to the hotel? Can we nap a little bit? She's like, no, no naps. That was wild. She's like, no naps. We don't have time. We don't have time. It's like, okay, well, I think this is your relaxing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Drink your champagne and eat your caviar. And this is your relaxed time. Thank God. Don't talk to me again. You're going to end up like MJ in the back. Oh my God. Well, thank God she didn't bring MJ on this trip. I mean, MJ would have died. Jeez. MJ would have died. She would have. It's, it was just like, I don't, when they do stuff like this, you know, where it's ass kissing and just like praising each other. I'm just like, it's with the, the same thing with the Kylie trying to play into this family narrative. I'm just like, I'm so over this. I've seen it so many times of them trying to promote this, you know, particular storyline. And it's just like, this is, I know this takes me out of it. Like, this is how I felt a lot of the season has went. And it's just annoying to watch at this point. Yep, I agree. So then we get, and then here's the thing. It's like, we get just this, this, utter fake fakeness from them and that or or we get them being really boring which brings us on to the next uh part of this episode where kim finally walks in the fashion show and i thought okay who cares what a moment yeah like it really wasn't like anything cute or i mean like it was cute but it wasn't anything spectacular it wasn't Mm -hmm. like she's been building up her whole career for this one moment and she finally got to have this one moment it's like no you signed a deal with balenciaga and this was a balenciaga show right yes this episode is brought to you by anytime fitness we're not all professional athletes but we all have health goals that's why anytime fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach plus you can track your training nutrition and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Yeah, she signed a deal with Balenciaga and she's doing all these ads for them. And then they asked her to walk in the show and like, And she's Kim cute. Kardashian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it was more exciting I, when she landed the cover of Vogue because she was like, all I've ever wanted was the cover of Vogue. And I'm right. a publicist that said I would never land the cover of Vogue. And exactly. that was more exciting than seeing her watch the, walk in the Balenciaga fashion show. I agree. I think that's a really good example. I like that is something and because that actually is like impactful for a lot of people, I think. Whereas this is like, who I'm not watching the Balenciaga show. Like, I don't care about the stupid Balenciaga show. I'm sorry. Like, who cares? Who cares? Mm -mm. And I just felt like it was, okay, another check mark off of Kim's list, but it's like this check mark is on the very bottom where like, no, she does. She doesn't even care, but she has to pretend like she cares. So this will be a more interesting show, but it just doesn't translate. And again, it's just, okay, you're walking in a show, you brought North along, you're, you're watching a show. I, I learned nothing. That's how I felt. I agree. There was nothing exciting about this episode, even Chloe and the baby, that right. wasn't even that exciting. I mean, this was the most we got of Kendall was when she FaceTimes Kendall and we like see a little bit of a FaceTime of Kendall asleep. <laughs> right. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry to wake you up. And she's like, you're going to be fine. Like, go <laughs> and away. She hangs that's, up and like. That's how I felt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, right. So finally we get the episode ends with how we started off in the beginning where it's Chloe's surrogate is giving birth to the baby. And just like. All right, we've we've seen this and we don't need to see it again, but we do. We already, yeah. We literally walk through the whole entire story Seriously? again. The it's whole so- first episode, we just put it together in a little montage, but we have to recap the whole thing as if we didn't already watch Kim in the car and she's like, Chloe's having a baby and then Kim getting to Chloe's house and are you ready to have a baby? And then we're at the hospital and oh my God, the baby's here. And then Chloe meets her baby and she looks so unhappy about meeting <laughs> her baby. And it was just like, we don't need to relive all of this. And then we finally see Chloe and she's holding the baby and we don't even get to see the baby and the baby mm-hmm. doesn't even have a name and we get nothing. I Literally got... nothing. Like this was so, such a pointless scene. Yeah. To be the finale scene. Like, it's no. It was, <laughs> it really was, especially as people who've watched this entire season hoping it'll get better finally. And then this is what we're rewarded with. Rewarded, quote unquote. It was just <sighs> insulting, honestly. Because it's like I watched all these episodes. You made us watch. Yeah. yeah. I want my money back. I want my free Hulu subscription back. Exactly. Damn it. But you're right. We we don't even get the name. I thought we were going to get a name. And then we we also have at the end where we wrap everyone's 
story lineup or whatever, check in with everyone. One last time we get Kylie and she's like, yeah, my baby's name. Um, you, right now you can just call him Wolfie again and maybe I'll reveal it in season three. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding As me? if we're even excited about that at this <laughs> exactly. point. Like you've given us nothing all season long. And mm-hmm. now you want to like tease and be like, maybe I'm going to give you the baby name next season. I don't even give a shit about the baby name. I, we haven't even seen the baby. I have no emotional attachment to the baby. No, I don't care. None. None. None the baby doesn't even exist right now. No, seriously, nobody's though. seen it. We have no, like nothing. I would like a photo at least just so we can c- confirm that it's real. At something. This point. Anything. It's a just... snippet of a something. I mean, I did love that Courtney walked in and wanted to breastfeed the baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was at least like a moment of mm-hmm. like awkward levity. That's but, true. you know, it was very Courtney to be like, oh, I just want to breastfeed you. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so weird. And that... everyone's like, Courtney, stop. But it was right. so Courtney and I loved it. It was so Courtney. And you're so spot on with the awkward levity. They they have these moments of awkward levity to the show. And that is what is so charming. But we don't get enough of them or just like make yeah. them into larger like touch points during the episode, you know? Yes. I feel like as much as I hate to admit it, I miss keeping up with the Kardashians on E because even though people are like it feels produced and the storylines feel fake, at least we got storylines. At least we got something, you know, whereas yeah. right now they're really just phoning it in at this point. I feel like Hulu has been doing that with just a lot of their shows recently. I was so disappointed by Pam and Tommy and I will never forgive them for that. Sorry. Now we're talking about other shows, but I mean, yeah, the Kardashians didn't give us anything and they had so yeah. many great opportunities with the so content yes. to give us something. The Variety article, the Black China lawsuit, Ugh. the tri- I mean, I guess Chloe and the Tristan and the baby of it all. That was great. Episode one of season two was the only great thing about the season. It, truly. Now that I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, it, actually, that was the peak was at the very beginning and it was all downhill from there which is just sad it's sad and even i will say when we were watching like the trailer for it i was excited for like the martha stewart of it and for you know chris getting weed gummies but even those i like martha stewart and i thought it was cute but just didn't give me everything i wanted you know it left me wanting more And I just it's just unfortunate that this season had to kind of be like that. And I agree with you when you say you miss Kardashians keeping up with the Kardashians on E. I do, too. So, yeah, I guess that was kind of our consensus on the episode and the season. It was just do better, you know? Mm hmm. Well, they're filming season three right now. Right. And I feel like it's not going to get any better. (laughs) Okay. Because we have not heard very much about what's going on with them lately in the news and if we haven't heard anything yeah. about what's going on in the news then that sounds like we don't have a whole lot of content to deliver on for a third season it's true which is scary that's uh, but maybe again they can go back to kind of just like the funny family or like you know your your family but different i don't know i mean probably not they're not know. going to but yeah just wishful thinking at this point okay let's do some end of the season superlative slash awards mvp of the season i am going to go with Khloe Kardashian. I think she gave us a look inside her life that we just have not seen from the Kardashians in a while. And I applaud her because I'm sure it was difficult, but she stepped up and addressed everything. I mean, it's really hard to pick an MVP because Khloe gave the most with the baby stuff. 
But every other episode, she was so disengaged. <laughs> All we heard about was her anxiety. And because yeah. she had so much anxiety, she didn't give us very much. You know, she was very guard up, very walls yeah. up, very, I don't want to do anything because the audience is going to judge me. And, you know, all of that stuff. And I get it, you know. And then, I mean, Kendall had cute moments, but we didn't really get enough of her. And her moments were stupid. I mean, come on. The horse, like, I don't care about a baby horse. I just swipe left. Kylie, <laughs> yeah. I think, gave us, you know, when she was on camera, she gave us some cute moments. But we didn't get enough of her. Kim, we had the most camera time with, but she, we didn't get much about her relationship with Pete. We mm. didn't get anything about her divorce with Kanye. Well, maybe that would be the third season. But it was happening during all of this. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, she broke up with Kanye at the end of season one. So I was like, okay, season two, we're going to be in a post Kanye world. Mm -hmm. Nope, nothing. We got nothing with Pete. We didn't hear about the breakup. Nothing. I was like, what is going on? Courtney, I mean, boring, like so boring all season, like didn't give us anything. Didn't like, I just, I don't know if I can pick an MVP. I think if anything, I might give the MVP to like the side characters, Rain, MJ, CC. They gave more than I think any of the the paychecks gave us. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think CC or MJ are getting paid for this? No. Really? They're they're, they're just grateful to be included. That's true. What about Tracy? Do you think Tracy is, I guess she's not even, she speaks like what? A sentence? Yeah, she's always kind of just episodes? in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, no. Okay. So, you're giving yours to Rain slash CC slash slash MJ. Okay. Yeah. I don't think any of the actual primaries pulled their weight this season. Yeah. Devin, who are you giving yours to? I, you know, I would give it to Chloe. I agree with you both. I think Chloe held the season together. Mm -hmm. She's always been one of my favorites in terms of the sisters. I think she's very funny. I think she's really raw. I think she's very honest. Mm -hmm. And I think she's, she's one of them that doesn't take themselves too seriously. And I appreciate that that's remained consistent even on the jump from E to Hulu. See, that's what I disagree with. I think now she takes herself way too seriously and she was way too filtered. And the Chloe that everybody loved from before, I think we've lost that Chloe and she is so much more reserved. She is so much more uptight. She doesn't want to give us anything. And I think it's because she's so afraid of being judged by the audience because people ripped her apart for so many years. And we created this new version of Chloe because everybody was awful to her. They called her the fat one. They called her just the one with the personality. They called her the ugly card they said that her dad was OJ Simpson. Like, you know, we've we beat her up for all of her decisions with Lamar and all mm-hmm. of her decisions with what's his face? The Tristan. trash one, Thompson, tra- trash, tra- trash, Thompson, Tristan, Thompson. Tristan. <laughs> and Thompson. So it's like I get why she doesn't give as much, but I feel like yeah. Chloe was the MVP. And I mean, I guess she gave the most this season. But like, I agree with you. I do think the thing we also have to keep in mind, though, is like, I think the Kardashians as a whole have tried to elevate themselves. And I think we're never going to get the raunchy. I mean, I feel like Chloe talks about it. Like we're not going to get taking over Miami, mm. Courtney or oh. Chloe that era Classic. ever again, One, because I think they're like trying to give, give off this refined mother look yeah. that isn't really working less on their so, parenting. Yes. But I think like that era is done, which is unfortunate. So I agree yeah. with you. I think she's, she's still out of all of them. I think gives us the most. Yeah. I feel like Kylie gave us a bit. I don't hate the refined mom 
direction that they're taking the show in or that they're trying to build, but they're not giving us enough of that. You know, we, they're not showing us the kids. They're not telling us right. baby names. They don't want, like, yeah. I want to see Chloe struggling to bond with her son because this is a surrogate versus the baby she carried herself. I want to see how she's struggling because now she's a single mom versus a mom that had Tristan around, even when they weren't officially back together, but at least had him in the household. And now she has to juggle sharing the kids and sending the kids off with Tristan. You know, I want to get into, you know, I want to see her therapy sessions where she's talking about how she's still heartbroken from all the Tristan stuff, or at least see her have heart to hearts with her sisters. I want to see Kim talk about her struggle with dating again and introducing her new boyfriend to her kids. Even if you don't give us Pete, talk about it. And they're not talking about anything. Yeah, that's you hit it on the head I think and that's so frustrating it's it's such a a boring frustrating show to watch then and it's like they again want to control the narrative but when you give them complete control of the narrative it's going to be boring every single time because they're going to leave out the really personal stuff you know it's like Denise Richards when she was like bravo 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 yes exactly Uh, I'm like, no, show us the full. Now that you're on OnlyFans, show us the full Brandy Glanville <laughs> sex tape. Exactly. Damn it. Okay, let's move on to least valuable player of the season, LVP. I said Kylie. Yes, even though she was very cute this episode, I just, I'm not into the lying, the straight up lying to our faces about how she and Travis have just the best, most monogamous relationship ever. It's just, that's frustrating to me, for me. I'm going to give it to Chris. Oh, oh wow. I feel like Chris gave us, Chris gave us absolutely nothing and got the most amount of camera time or the second. I mean, she, her and Kim, I think had the most amount of camera time this season. And Chris really didn't give us a damn thing. Neither did Courtney. I would say it was tied oh, between God. Courtney and Chris because they got so much camera time, but so little content. I mean, Courtney, at least she opened up about the wedding a little bit. Like we didn't and even the get like, that's the other thing. IVF. Yeah. But like, there's also like no emotion with Courtney either. It's right. like, and I get it. She's not very emotional. Well, I mean, but in the earlier seasons of keeping up, like she was very vulnerable and open. Whereas it's like, we don't talk about her real love for Travis. I guess we've talked about this in previous weeks. Like it's more of an infatuation. Kylie, at least the only reason I wouldn't say Kylie is the MVP or the, the LVP is because when she was on camera, she did still give us moments. She talked about her struggle with her body. She talked about, you know, being a mom the second time around and dealing with the baby blues. We had a cute moment with Kylie and Chloe where she was being supportive of of Chloe when she was getting ready for the baby to come. We had Kylie in the finale where we finally get stormy. So I feel like Kylie, even though didn't have a lot of camera time, she at least gave us good moments. And even Kendall, I think Kendall, we had some great funny levity moments. We had some, you know, zonky moments, seeing her do her brain scans. Mm. And so Kendall, I think gave us some fun stuff as well. Least valuable player i would say chris probably chris yeah even though we got her with the whole her knee hip. thing or sorry oh my god how I have, as many I times can. as we've talked about it and have had to watch it i can't believe i got it wrong you're right hip her hip surgery and i don't think anything that she gave us this season was funny or vulnerable or honest i think yeah. crying about the hip felt very forced we don't mm, get anything about her relationship with Corey. we don't get anything about her relationship with caitlin we don't get oh, anything God. about her relationship with anything or anyone like we don't get anything from chris <sighs> yeah we didn't even have a fun we didn't have a fun um, don't go against the family we didn't have a fun was the the cbd gummies oh we, okay we got the cbd gummies so she gave us a moment but like that it was was funny. I did enjoy best. that. But yeah. 
it's hard because she won't even give us like what she said to Ripley's to convince them to let Kim try on right. the dress again. Like, like that's really top secret information. You can't just tell us a little bit was weird. Yeah, I can understand that. I don't know. I just love when she got like drunk and high at the margarita restaurant. I just that makes me yeah, laugh that was really funny. hard. But I, I can understand where you're coming from. Devin, do you have an LVP of the season? Yes. Hulu. Oh, my God. Because it. <laughs> it was trash. You know what? I actually don't think it's Hulu's fault. I think it's the Kardashians fault because well, they were the executive producers and they weren't going to give Hulu what Hulu really save, wanted. Save that corporate entity. No, I, I I say Hulu jokingly. I would say Kim is my LVP this season. Okay. Kim really annoyed me. Specifically, her Met Gala storyline was really... Oh. Just, it, it went on for too long, and we talked about it yeah. off camera maybe an episode or two ago, but when she yelled at Tracy Romulus for missing the drop-off site, <laughs> it was the cringiest... I. Uh, uh, I get that she is a businesswoman and when shit gets fucked up, like it's not a fun position to be in. I'm just of the mindset that like, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the most famous person on earth, like treat everyone with respect. (laughs) Everyone's going to the Met Gala, hoping to pull this off for you. Like the fact that she sat there and yelled at this 40 year old woman who's just trying to do her job. Like it gave cringe for me. Yes, exactly. No, I I hear you on that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Kim, just I mean, there is a case for every single person in the main cast for being the LVP of the season, which is just yikes. You never want that. No, I agree with David. I think Kim again, had the most amount of camera time and just gave us mm-hmm. so little of anything. I mean, the fact that we don't yeah. even have a mention of a pee breakup at, in the finale. Like, how do we not even yeah. mention these things? And just the, I mean, the warped narratives that we tried to pitch with the Variety article and the Black China lawsuit. Yeah. Like, you know, these are things that are out there that it's like the audience isn't dumb. We knew right. that she was dismissed from the the lawsuit early. We knew that they manipulated her interview bite from the Variety interview. Like, I mean, I'm hoping we still might get a little bit about the breakup and a little bit about the wedding at the top of the third season. I, you know, won't be surprised if we don't, but I'm hoping that maybe that's why they didn't. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But yeah, no, I Amelia is just keeping hope alive. Uh, you know, someone has to. But yeah, Kim <laughs> was frustrating this season, as was pretty much everyone. OK, favorite guest of the season. I said Martha Stewart. She's a big name. She was fun for the brief moment she was on television. And, you know, I just I love Martha Stewart. We did have a lot of good cameos. We had I mean, I want to say I, I would want to pick Martha, but just to be different, mm-hmm. I want I'm going to say Heidi Klum because mm, she was loving one. the camera time. She oh. was loving her moment. She was loving her beignets. She was just she like, lined, she even gave up. us her. Yeah, she had her cute little joke that her mom said about the beignets. And it's not Mm -hmm. about the size. It's not about size that matters, but she likes them big. So (laughs) she came and she did her job. She did. No, she definitely did. So thank God for Heidi. Honestly, she was a highlight of that episode. Truly. Okay, Devin, how about you? A favorite guest of the season. Can we count the kids as guests? Because they don't. You know what? I mean, yes, we can. Yes. I loved every time one of the kids was on because they gave no fucks about the show Yeah, from <laughs> every time North was on, couldn't care about her mom, couldn't care about skims, didn't care about, she was like, I'm trying to just like 
this is about me. I want to pick my outfit. Yeah. And on. Like, fuck you, mom. Right. Landon Barker, Alabama Barker, didn't want to be there. <laughs> Loved when, in this episode particularly, when Penelope just goes to rain, no one laughed. <laughs> and it's like, I know. And they just had, like, they just had their moments. That like, they good. just gave no fucks yeah i think the kids are so cute they're and adorable i do feel like it is fun when we get to see them because we they are so sheltered from the public which <laughs> yeah. you know more power to them they're very young they they don't need to be in the limelight but it's always a treat when we get to see them they have this weird pull over me i'm like this is gonna make me sound like a crazy person but i go on tiktok and i like look for Penelope's videos Aww. and North's videos and I watch them and they're so they're just so cute and I just did you see fascinated North's by video them. with Lizzo no I haven't seen that one what? yet there's a new one because Lizzo played LA a couple days ago uh-huh. and I think North went to the tour and last I saw they did a TikTok together oh, I haven't cute. watched it but knowing Lizzo knowing North I think they probably did a really cute collab I love that. That's really sweet. Okay, I'm going to have to watch that. Okay. Yeah, I do love the kids. (laughs) Me too. And I love that we got to see Stormy. She was adorable. They were so funny. And I, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with Devin with the line from this episode. No one laughed. Like that was, that was really funny. That was good. More of Penelope. Okay. The best part of the season. I said, honestly, the first episode when we got everything with Chloe and she was really open about it. I just was like, wow, this can be good. This season is maybe going to be good because that was a good episode. And then it wasn't. But you know what? We'll we'll always have the first episode. I agree. The first episode is all we needed for season two (laughs) because the rest of it just like was not. It was just, it dragged. All the storylines dragged on. And again, I think that's what I miss about keeping up with the Kardashians is that we would wrap up a storyline in one episode. Very rarely did we get a storyline that trickled on two or three episodes unless it was a big story that we needed to continue because it was ever unfolding. Chris's damn hip, don't give a shit. (laughs) Kim and the Met Gala, don't need that drag out. Chloe and her anxiety, oh my God. Like, it was just like, and listen, and I want to empathize with Chloe, but I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so tired of the fucking anxiety at this right. point. Like, well, it's like, bitch, me too. I mean, like, listen, yeah. I have it too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to like hear more about anxiety, you know? So I get that. Yeah. Like not even anxiety in a different situation. The same but, anxiety right. about the same about, like, thing about the carpet. Met Gala. Yeah, exactly. yeah, about, exactly. yeah. That got old very quickly. Yeah, I agree. Devin, did you have a favorite part of the season? Again, I have to give it to Kylie and Stormy in this last episode. Stormy ordering room service and then going, and a hamburger for my mommy was (laughs) the cutest thing I've ever seen. So cute. She is adorable. Ovaries exploded. And then Kylie's ass out, titties out. I'm a young mom. (laughs) So good. Really resonated with me. And I thought, you know what? This is my year of realizing I need to go be that bitch. So everybody that wants to come at me for being shirtless on Instagram, just know ass out, titties out, fake ass, fake boobs, 2023 from my Instagram account. Because Kylie said so. I love it. Yes. That's perfect. Yes. I'm here for it. Me too. Okay. Let's see. Let's wrap this up with the worst part of the season. I, I guess it's cheating. I said it's the whole show because at this point it just functions as one long PR video and everything is just really calculated according to them. And it's just insulting, honestly. It's like, you really think we're that stupid? 
maybe some of us are, but I would hope the majority is not. And I don't think the majority is as dumb as they think we are. Anyway, I, again, I liked the first episode of this season, but everything else I could have, you know, thrown away. I think my worst part of the season is just the lack of transparency, yeah. you know, yeah. the lack of like there, no wedding, no, no wedding, pee breakup. <laughs> no pee breakup, like no pee breakup, no like we didn't even get anybody really like crying or having a moment of vulnerability. Not that I want to watch people cry. No, the, but the only cries we got were in the first episode and then Chris crying about her hip because she's getting older. But it's right. like Martha Stewart literally told you once you get a new hip, you're like a brand new woman. So like, shut up. So I don't think there was anything else that like really captivated me or captured me or made me want to empathize with any of them. I guess Kylie talking about her, her like post baby struggles, but even then she didn't go that deep. Right. And we didn't even get a name at the very least. Can we get one goddamn name? Initials, something. <laughs> something, please. Uh, yeah. The most we got is that the baby looks like Rob. Right, right. And I guess some people, myself included, think that maybe Kylie's baby's name is snowy because of the whole true calling the baby snowy thing but even that we had to suss that out you know it wasn't given to us directly you know it was like an error on that part on their part and i also just don't understand why we're not giving like what's the what's the thing with not giving the names like i don't understand I, I don't like i understand that. okay you don't want to show your kid's face i don't get the name sure. thing i just don't the name thing doesn't yeah it's like what why are you being so protective of the name it's just what is what is that going to do with anything? I, it's just wild. Well, especially when we already have Stormy and True that are out there, names, faces, everything. Right. Exactly. I mean, they use their, I mean, I don't want to say they use their children, but like they openly put their kids on camera and they put them on Instagram and stuff. They're part of their identity. They're part of their brand, essentially. And it's just, it's just weird, you know, Yeah. to be like, I'm not giving you the name. Yeah, especially to Devin's point of like, if they are really trying to rebrand themselves as like these business women and mothers, then like show us your life as a mother. Right. Show us your babies. Show us your kids. We don't need to get into like the nitty gritty, you know, like I don't think it needs to be like housewives where, you know, sure. they're like blasting their kids like eating disorders or the fact that their kids well, are getting bullied in school. Right. But like at least talk about your journey as a mother without making it about their journey or their experience or what the kids are facing. Or give me some like, you know, some ring footage of Penelope beating <laughs> up her, her babysitter, please. I would love that. That would be amazing. Devin, what about you? I don't know if I have one, to be honest, because I, I agree with both of you. But to Zach's point, like this season just wasn't memorable. Yeah. Like there was yeah. nothing like everything to me when I think of this season, it just all bled together and feels like one hot mess of a fever dream. Like at least last season, like we had some definitive moments. And again, I think maybe there was more transparency. It was the first season. So there was maybe more at stake Sure, and, you know, it being a revival of something that we had already, you know, grown up to love and grown with. So I just don't know. I just think they kind of dropped the ball. Maybe there wasn't much. Maybe they're, they are holding out for season three if we really want to hold on hope. But like we got in this episode, like a brief mention of Kanye. And I feel like that's probably what we'll get. You mm -hmm. know, we've, we've seen news wise, Kanye's really been in the news with his hate rhetoric and just like yeah. their entire airing out of their divorce and custody. But again, I don't, even though we're seeing all of it unfold, I don't think we're going to get any of it in season three. Like we barely, we barely got anything about Kanye this season. Well, I'm just kind of, 
Yeah, I mean, she was pretty kind to him this past episode where she was just like, oh my God, you know, I have his Grammys or something. It was just like a really light Kanye comment and it was like jarring to watch, honestly. They need to bring it because if they really only get a season three and four, this is not how they should go out. Like they were such a strong reality TV family and had such a strong presence with keeping up with Kardashians that just the brand and the longevity of what they've built within the reality TV genre, this cannot be the way that they go down. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's clear that I don't think the show will get renewed after the fourth season contract. Yikes. I don't think it'll get renewed. And I think that'll be a mutual decision. I don't think the Kardashians yeah. want to do it anymore and I don't think Hulu will care to make that investment again because they probably right now are feeling like they overpaid. Oof. Yeah. To Zach's point, like I think they just seem so fed up with having to do it. It seems like this chore to them that Uh it's like if that's how they feel, I almost would rather them and obviously it's a contract. They can't get out of it or maybe they can't, but like just end it at season two then. I don't think I would want to watch a third season of this because it kind of does feel heartbreaking. Yeah. It yeah. such a highlight and such a moment to talk yeah. about what went on on Keeping Up. Now I'm like, I don't see anyone talking about the Kardashians nearly as much as they used to or in the same light that they did. Mm-hmm. Now I think everyone's really annoyed and they feel oversaturated, but it's like, don't let down your fans. Don't let down yourself. You've built this empire, like just in, in while you can. Yeah. And I think I wouldn't end it at season two because season two was terrible. But I would say maybe either come come have a, a come to Jesus moment with Hulu and be like, let's cut it at season three. But whatever it is, when we know where the finish line is, let's give our all so that we go out strong and we go out with a bang. Because right now we're giving very little effort and it just feels like, you know, we're just not even trying at this point. Well, you know what's interesting, too? We didn't even get like a super cut. Yeah. We didn't get any, like, here's what's coming on season three, like we did for, for the last episode. It's there was, weird. There was no mention of season three, which I thought was really odd. I mean, they may be waiting until the episode officially drops. It's just because, you know, fourth wall, we got the, the screeners ahead of time and we're right. taping it before it actually comes out that it might be like a press drop where they release a super tease. I don't know. That's I don't I feel like prediction. I don't know. I don't think so. I just I. I feel like they would have shown Or maybe it to they us, saw but... the issue of doing that with season two. And that everyone's and, and, and showing us the fight. No, no, no. But then showing us the fight between yeah. Kendall and Kylie. And then in the final <gasps> edit, we had to cut that oh out. Oh my God. I forgot about the stupid freaking fight between Kendall and yeah, Kylie. Yeah, we never got the fight. Saw. I was really looking forward to it. Well, maybe that's why we got so much of Chris's hip. Had to make <laughs> yeah. up for the fact that we were losing prime footage. God, why? Oh my God. I really want to know where that footage is and oh it's like they did this they did this oh my god why 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 you know now they have to cover their butts and they can't be like we can't release the most the juiciest parts because even kim and pete they were completely cut out and i think the only reason they kept him in the met gala episode is because it was in the super tease and they couldn't cut another big moment from the super tease out since we already lost the kendall and kylie fight well and it's not like they're gonna ever answer to this you know, or they'll give some bullshit answer as to why we were missing out on the Kendall Kylie fight. But it, and it's ah, it, that's just frustrating. That's <laughs> really frustrating to know that there no. was more footage. There was potentially more interesting footage, better. Footage. Exactly. But they're leaving it out. Like, why? 
why? Because it's unflattering, I guess, or why? takes away from the whole world. Then don't family. do a reality show. No, no, then no, you no, don't yeah, deserve exactly. a paycheck. Well, see, you don't deserve the paycheck. And that's, again, is why I think they don't care about whatever season they end on, if they're going to, quote unquote, do a good job or not. They're just like, we're getting the check regardless. And at this point, we don't care if you don't like the season. We just want to show what we want to show. And we do not want to show what we don't want to show. And we don't care if you're upset about it. That's kind of the... The vibe that I'm getting from them. And that is frustrating. Then bring back Scott, bring back Rob, bring Ooh. back China. Like, give me all the B-listers. I don't want to see Caitlyn, but like, if that's the only way we're going to get something interesting, bring everyone back. Give us the rejects yeah. because what we got this season was, it was horrible. Laughable. Yeah, no, totally. But see, but they're never going to bring them back because the Kardashians are, they control everything their executive producers or whatever and they don't want these like riffraff so to speak on their show so it's 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 yeah. like a lose-lose situation at this point it's where's ryan seacrest oh my god i want to sit down with tristan and lamar oh wow <laughs> i would watch that and have them <laughs> have them hash out the chloe situation be like brah let's talk where is French Montana in that? Oh my Did God. you want to hear from French? Oh no. my God. I forgot about French Montana. That was a brief blip in uh, That's wild. Chloe's, what does she call her life? A nightmare? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a living nightmare? Exactly. Yep. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I guess we, we had some strong feelings about <laughs> this season, this final episode. It, you know, it's sad because this show used to be and by the show, I guess I mean like keeping up with the Kardashians um, used to be. But even last so season, good. last season was great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Season one was great. It's just, you know, it's unfortunate. So hopefully the third season will be better. We do have some confirmed Scott coming, hopefully towards our uh, Hulu. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. He might get <laughs> See, caught I know. That's what I realized. Like halfway through saying that I was like, oh, damn, he could potentially <laughs> definitely get cut. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to end on this note. I will say I have very much enjoyed recapping this season with you. And yeah. So thank you so much to my co-host, Zach Peter. Thank you to our wonderful producer, Devin Ronaldo. This has been your doing amazing, sweetie, our Kardashians recap show. Hopefully we'll see you guys back here for the third season. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.